one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. The Men's Room podcast from Talksport is proudly sponsored by Toolstation. If, like me, you love a little deal, then you can join the Toolstation Club today online, in-store or via the app, and you will save some money getting a 5% discount shopping with Toolstation, as well as a chance to get your hands on some fantastic prizes, such as TVs, gaming consoles, and even holidays. If you keep spending, you'll keep on saving. That's the Toolstation Club, so make sure you join today, online, in-store, or via the app. A Bosch. everyone to the men's room podcast myself Adi Oladipo the wonderful childishly dressed Rory Jennings mate you're wearing you're, you're wearing I don't even I'm know wearing, what I'm I describe I'm wearing, I'm wearing, I'm wearing anybody anybody listening to this I'm just going to describe what Adi Oladipo Feel free, is wearing. And I'll, I'll try and describe the patch on Rory's chest you're wearing some sort of MC Hammer type pantaloon <laughs> that's quite good with a that's matching with a matching hoodie like it's this is unacceptable to get Rory dressed Jennings to be on the tube is wearing like socks with a plant tree printed on them yeah, a statement sock, though. Sta- a, good thing. a statement sock, he calls it. Anyway, let's talk about our statement subject. Okay. <laughs> our number one subject, which is sport. Um, yes. Obviously, it's a subject that's dear to our hearts. We love it. It causes us a lot of pain. Um, for me, it's made me lose my hair. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's really... What got you into sport, Rory? It was always the be all and end all for me from being very young. It was always my reason. You know, like my purpose in life. Yeah. Really? Yeah, whatever I was doing... How young are we talking? What we talking? Really young. Whatever I'd say from six, seven, whatever I was doing, it was never better than being in my flats playing football. That was always what I wanted to Greatest do. The there was a cage in there was a cage in my estate, and whatever else I was possibly doing, even even really good things, yeah. like my mum tried. Do you know what I mean? She take me to Butlin, she take me to Centre Park, she she do the great stuff. But it was never better than being in the cage in my estate playing. World Cup, playing World Cup doubles, playing Wembley, playing playing 60 seconds, playing heads and (laughs) balls. You played 60 seconds as well? All the time. I was great. Do they still exist, those things? I'd love to go around and see if Wembley, World Cup and 60 seconds still exist. It has to. I hope so. It has to. I hope so. It has to. cages don't exist as much anymore. No. You still see them, but you're right. I mean, when I go back to my mum's area... Uh, we grew up in Plasto, like there were cages everywhere mm. and places where you could just literally put your, your, your school jacket down, set up two goals and that's it. Yeah. You're on. But I don't think kids necessarily play like that. Like for me, it was always very much, as soon as I had the free time, it would be like run around the estate, buzz on certain people's, yeah. uh, buzz on their buzzers. Yeah. Ask if they're coming out to play. If they, they don't come out, out to are play. Are they allowed out? Yeah, yeah. If they aren't allowed out, that's fine, but can we borrow the ball? <laughs> yeah. can we, we need to borrow the ball. Um, so that was always always the purpose. Then then play football until you can't see, until yeah. the dark has come in so intensely 
that you cannot see anymore. All the lights go off. It's crazy how my mum used to get so upset. And now as I'm older, I understand because I used to play out until I was in the winter until it got dark mm. and it would get dark Can't early. See. Can't see. Can't see. And she would go mental. Mm. And obviously no mobile phones back then. She's not trying to call you. And I wouldn't, I'm like, mum, I'm out playing football. Mm. But I, she would obviously, I wouldn't understand why she was so angry. But that was my thing as well. But I football. don't think kids do that anymore because I don't think that they have to. Well, when we were young, the option was hang out, hang out with your mates in the flats, play football. I mean, you could play other things. You play run outs, you play 40 40 or whatever, but. Knock down ginger. You generally, yeah, a bit of that as well, but you generally play in football. Whereas now I don't think that you have to because there's so much else going on. Yeah. For me in the flats, it was the boys in the flats were the ones, don't get me wrong, a couple of fellas from the a flat, an, an estate called Templar House would pop over and whatever, but it was generally the crew that we had was what we had. Yeah, yeah. Whereas now, people from school who live in a totally different part of the country or, or friends from around the world, they can all be in their bedrooms playing on these computer games, playing FIFA against the world. Yeah. They don't have to hang out with their mates in the in the area. Yeah. I'd like which is a positive, think, but also a negative. It's weird. I'd like to think that even if that did exist in our time, I still would have played out. Because so I would. I would have as well, because I remember like sort of getting into my teens and maybe even before that, 11, 12, you know, computer consoles were coming out. Mm. You know, Sega Mega Drive, Nintendo yeah, yeah. 64. Oh, Alex the Kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they were, but I still always wanted to do was play sport. Um, was it just football for you? Because for me, no, it, it, was any, it was anything. Okay. Yeah. It, was, it was anything. Were you the same? Yeah, athletics, basketball, cricket, anything in school, yeah. badminton, yeah. table anything, tennis, anything. Anything competitive. Yeah. Anything competitive and active mm. and fun and a bit of jeopardy. Anything like that was always the move. And But that's what that's what I wanted to do all the time. Was you ever um, close to being a footballer? No, right? no, no. I was never good ne- enough. Never, no, no, right? no, no, no. Ne- didn't, didn't get to any level. Absolutely not. No conversation, okay. no trial. You know, everybody's had trials. Here, there, I had there. a trial. I, I, no. Can I be honest? That happened with me. Yeah, no. I'm not going to lie. That Nothing. Was, I, Where, I, what club? I thought I was really close. Spurs. Really? Yeah, really close. So in my school, we had a guy called, my year was a very good year, where Trezor Candle yeah. played for Leeds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Millwall, Charlton, Alton Farewell, Tottenham. Yeah, Tottenham, yeah. England, the 21. And then it was me. I remember I was the one that got into Essex schools at like under 14s, under 15, and before anyone. So that was the big thing. Mm. Get into Essex schools. And our Essex schools team at the time was... John Terry was centre back. Yeah, well, it was that team, Senrab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was that, um, that It was the best five side team I've ever seen of Mate, children. Greatest. It's, it's, isn't it? Wasn't it J. Lloyd Samuel? Yep. John Terry. Uh, Jermaine Bobby Defoe. Z- Bobby Zamora was around. Bobby Zamora. Yeah. And was it Muzzy, is it? Might have been Muzzy, is it, who went to play for Colchester? They played for Chelsea. Yeah. Played for Chelsea and Leicester. Yeah, 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 Okay, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Kemi, is it? His brother. Ah. So Muzzy was the older one. Kemi was, it was our age. Right. He went to Colchester. No, right, but, but brother, that, that five-a-side team, can you believe it? They're, they're a team of children and they all went on, not only to be like professional footballers, not only to be Premier League footballers, but to England quite often be the very best at what they did. All in the same five-a-side team. It's sensational. It's sensational. And I was in Essex with a lot of those. Right. So you just think you're going to make it. You think, oh, you're going to make it. Then yeah. I was there with them lot. And then ultimately, I guess as you get older, you just really weren't good enough. But you like to mm. make excuses like, oh, no, 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 my mum didn't let me play. Yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah. this wasn't good enough. But I really thought I was going to be a footballer. That, that was that was it. You're going right. to be a footballer. No, I was never, never going to be a footballer. No. But I always thoroughly loved. And, it, and it's still the case. Like my, my Twitter bio still to, to this day is at my happiest on a football pitch. It's crazy when I, like, I've not kicked a football 15 years. I get withdrawal and symptoms if I don't football play. football all the time. Two, three times a week. 
uh, if I can. I, I never, I, I never don't crazy. play. I never don't play. It's the one invite that I'm really up for. You know, if you <laughs> yeah. invite people, invite me to the pub or people invite me to their birth, I probably don't want to go. If you invite me to play football, I'll go anyway. Like people, somebody could phone me up and go, Roy, do you want to play football on Tuesday night in Beckenham? And all right, that's about 50 miles from my house, but yes. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Men's Room Podcast on TalkSport is proudly sponsored by Toolstation. This is your little reminder that you can join the Toolstation Club today online, in-store or via the app. You might be thinking, why would I sign up? But I'm glad you asked. At Toolstation, if you keep spending, you keep on saving. Signing up means that not only will you get a lovely 5% discount shopping with Toolstation, but there are thousands of prizes to be won. So that's the Tool Station Club. So make sure you join today online, in store, or via the app. Who was your biggest first sporting hero? So it doesn't have to be football. Like mine, I'm trying to think of who was larger than life for me in sport, and it wasn't a footballer at first. Go on. Mike Tyson, I think. In my household, yeah. just seeing this yeah. man, beast, yeah. monster. I think that was the first person I was like, jeez, who's that? Because I was only five or six when he became sort of um, world champion. I remember thinking, who is this 21-year-old? I didn't even know his age, actually. That's a lie. But I remember thinking, who is that? Yeah. Yeah, so that was probably that I, first one. I remember one. always sporting events were always so pivotal in my house. So I lived with my grandmother and granddad. Mm. He died when I was quite young. But I vaguely remember certain things revolving around him, revolving around sport. So the 1990 World Cup, I remember that England were playing this team called Cameroon. And I thought, wow, that's saying well cool. I have to support them. And I remember him going, no, mate, what are you doing? Like, of yeah, course yeah, you don't. Yeah. I was like, okay, sorry. Yeah, I Roger don't. Miller in that lot. Yeah, dancing, dancing by the corner flag. I was yeah, like, that was yeah, great. Yeah. I also, do you know the other sporting event that I remember completely like capturing my granddad? My granddad wasn't a good man, really. But we bonded over sport in a, in a weird way. But I remember him being totally captivated and kind of dominating the flat. Do you remember the Ben Eubank fight at Old, Old Trafford? Trafford. I remember that being like a spectacle in my house yeah. and everything sort of revolving around that. I just felt, and it probably is wrong and someone's probably going to correct me, but I just felt like sport was always on. Like I would watch Grandstand for yeah. five hours. Yeah, yeah. Like Grandstand would start at 12 o'clock and I'll give you the whole schedule. Athletics, yeah, yeah. Bit of rugby, bit of this, but all the way until five, six. I remember thinking, that's me sorted. Five hours of sport. And I don't know if that happens, especially not on terrestrial TV anymore. I don't think you get that. No, I don't think you do. No. I would say that, do you know, look, both of us, we're sitting here recording a podcast for Talk Sport. Sport, and football in particular, saved my life, I would say. 
I would say that nothing has been more important to me that isn't related to me than than football. Agreed. It may, it gave me a purpose when I was yeah, young. Yeah. It gave me it gave me a purpose when I was young in terms of playing. It gave me a belief system in terms of following Chelsea. It gave me something to commit to. And then as I've got older it's given me a career. It's crazy, isn't football it? Football has football has been the you know, if you do those pillars in your life, those those pillars that support you. Sport is probably the biggest pillar. And football yeah. in particular. And football hundred yeah, percent made me a person. Yeah, like me and you always laugh when like, we're lucky. Some like in, in Talk Sport Towers, we get to see Darren Bent and Gabby and others. Mm. And me and Rory always lap up Darren Bent's conversations. Then we're like, oh my God, Darren Bent's coming mm. to have a conversation with us. And we used to watch him. Mm. We watch him week in, week out, scoring goals, right? You know, yeah. part of the 100 Premier League goal scoring club. And he'll give us some amazing stories. And we're like, more, Yeah, more, I could more. listen to that all day. All day. Do you know, do you know yeah. who, uh, obviously there was a time when we used to do a show with Anton Ferdinand. Yeah. And I, you know, he's a, a wonderful bloke, great talker. I love being around him. But you know when he would just tell me little stories, tiny little Fantastic, insights yeah. into, like he, t- he told me he told me something that's sort of really stayed with me f- forever, and it will and it will forever. You know when we talk about football mm-hmm. and we talk about the game and we love the game. Realistically, you and I, we have no real understanding of what it must be like to be in the dressing room of a semi final or whatever. No, not a clue. And, but we like to think we do. Yeah, like but, fans but, like to think they do, but they don't. But we don't. No. And we can't. No. But he told me this thing and I just thought, wow, that's so that's so amazing. He told me that he was playing with his brother, mm. playing centre half with his brother. And he said that he learnt more in that moment than he ever did as a professional at any other time. He said that his brother went mad at him, screaming, Atal like furious. So I looked over, I'm alright, Rio, you know, what's going on? I'm fine. Rio went to him, and one yard. And what? It's like, take one step. Anton went, all right. Took one yard. We all went, perfect. You're like, hang on a minute. Is that the level? <laughs> yeah. Is that the precision? <laughs> Why was I not there? One I yard. So I wasn't there for that conversation. <laughs> yeah. So it's an amazing insight, yeah. isn't it? That's crazy. It's it's amazing. But look, crazy. And those, those sorts of things. Yard. One yard. Anton, Anton, you stood up telling me the story. He was like, okay, went like that. Just sort of <laughs> yeah, shifted. Yeah. And then Rio's gone, right, totally changed. Oh, Perfect. <laughs> how's that, how, but, but, you know, that's how him and Vidic must have communicated. Yeah. It must be that level of precision. No, like, I read a lot of um, autobiographies from sort of sports stars. Mm. And they go as deep as that in there. Yeah. Like, at the very, very highest level, that the ones that separate the, the very, very good to the elite. Mm. It literally is just that, isn't it? Yeah. It's a matter of inches between those two. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's insane. And I, I'm, I'm a big Michael Johnson fan. I don't know if you know. Yeah, yeah. Canadian. Um, no, American. Oh. Yeah, American. You might be talking about Ben Johnson. Ben Johnson, sorry, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the drug cheat. Michael Johnson didn't take no drugs, by the way. Um, and he just talks about the finest margins. Mm. Like, that. Like if everything, you're quite superstitious, I think, sometimes, but he says if everything isn't correct, it's not going to be what mm. it needs to be to actually yeah, get yeah. a world record and that, stuff. That was in, I read Paul Gascoigne's autobiography. Mm. And he's, there's a story, there's a story about uh, him. He's put on a pair of shorts. He's gone, his shorts are all wrong. I can't play in these shorts. Giving them to the kit man. I can't, oh, we're going to have to sort these out. The kit man went, no problem, I'll go and change them. Walked out, he didn't have any others. Just stood outside the door for a couple of minutes. Walked back in, he went, I've got your brand new pair. He put them on, he went, oh, fantastic. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah oh, fantastic. <laughs> really? Yeah, I'm ready to play now. Yeah. But I think they, that everybody can do that. Do you ever think with sport and the dedication and devotion that we have to show to it, have you ever seen a more destructive side have you seen it have a bad impact on anyone you know you've known people who have nearly yeah. been to the very top of the game 
It's difficult, isn't it? When you when you get that close. I think when you touch it, yeah. And hopefully Do you remember Michael Johnson who played for Man City? Michael Johnson's a good one. Do you remember but when Michael he Johnson, spoke about it? Yeah, and he's a state agent now, Michael mm. Johnson. But I hopefully won't mind me talking about him. Alton, obviously, look, we were very close growing up. Who, like, sorry? Alton Farewell. Right. Oh, we you Tottenham? Close. Yeah, Tottenham. So we literally lived next door to each other growing up. So I've always seen his journey and it's always me and, me and his journey in football has been mirrored. He made it. I remember being very, very proud of him. Made it, bought a nice house uh, in Chigwell, nice car, etc. It's funny because we're exactly the same size. So every time we used to go raving, I used to wear his clothes. Right. Just because I wanted, he had loads, he had loads lovely, of clothes. Yeah, all the, all yeah, the latest yeah. Gucci, Prada, yeah, whatever, yeah. whatever. And, um, Prada pumps. Every, <laughs> hundreds of them. Literally had hundreds of them. A little red bit in the back. Yeah, hundreds of them. And um, he got injured, a load of injuries. And basically, it literally was declining from like 24 onwards. He was almost like a child... Um, prodigy, and after that, it just fell off. And I remember seeing how it affected him. Someone that's tasted it, someone that's yeah, been yeah, there, yeah. you know, England, England under twenty ones. You've been on the Tottenham bench. He's played against Henri. I've been there to see him against Liverpool, and for it to kind of just drop off, and what it's done for him mentally, where obviously the money's not going to be the same. Whatever he's earning now, it's not going to be the same as when he was a Premier League footballer. So you see everyone, you see the nice side of it, but I've seen the bad side of it and mm. what it did to him mentally. Mm. And how it's affected him even now, and we're same age, so he's forty-one, and that that was hard watching him have those highs, and we all enjoyed it. Like one thing about him, he he brought all of us in, yeah, all yeah. the latest clubs, guys. It's on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holidays, guys. It's on me. I've got everything. Love that. And for him, then for it to just drop off like that, and then you see, see the friends drop off as well. You mm. know, you sort of see the hangers-on eventually disappear when the cars go and the money goes. And um, he struggled a lot. Really? There's, there's no two ways about it. And I think we struggled with him. Yeah. Because you're seeing someone that you know is good enough and has been there. And he's proved good he's enough, good enough. Proved he's good mm. enough. And it just, circumstance, circumstance, yeah. Mm. I've seen it. I've seen a destructive side. Destructive is perhaps too strong a word, but I've seen a troubling side more on the terraces, more fans. Mm. Like in, just in terms of, in terms of the commitment that you have to display going to football. Mm. I've seen that have a detrimental impact on people in it, terms of their family, private life. Yeah. Private life, yeah. yeah. You were home and away for years with Chelsea. Yeah. Was it okay for you because you were younger? Like, would you get away with it doing it now? Would your wife? <sighs> no, she wouldn't, she wouldn't accept it. No, 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 no. Okay, no. Yeah. It would be but impossible. It's, but it's funny you say it's impossible. There are people that do it, right? Yes, but I, I feel like they do it to the detriment of their okay. family. Uh. And some some cases means it's not necessarily the detriment of the family the family doesn't exist because of the commitment to football mm. so i have a, i have a very good friend like a really good mate of mine but he he went through a spell of not missing not missing a home away or european game for i think it was about 14 years Jeez. to to a level when i remember when i went, when i had my stag do on the sunday of the stag we we're in seville on the sunday of the stag chelsea played wolves in the cup wolves won a premier league team at the time they were, we had them in the cup Obviously, on the stag did a lot of Chelsea fans. He he went home early from the stag to go to for, to fly into Birmingham to go to Wolverhampton. I was like, mate, why don't you miss it? All your mates are here. Yeah. All your mates are here. We're in Spain. We've got a day planned. I think we were going to watch Seville play Ibear that night. Just stay. He's like, no, I've got to go to the game. You're like, it's a compulsion. It's impossible for him to not go to that game. Mm. And I I think that it, well, it's that's obsession, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that, that's obsession, and that that's is, and it's it's bad because it's bad for two ways. For him, obviously, look if it's his thing that he loves and enjoys, good mm. luck to him, right? I mean, there are other 
worst things you can love and enjoy that but it, can but it all goes the, the thing that you're alluding to there mm. there is also that at football I, f- I feel like there is also an epidemic of drinking drugs at football yeah there's big also, time by the way yeah M- massively I remember I was for talk sport I was doing a lot of the Euros and we're, we're on Wembley Way and some of the games are early and you're seeing people getting on getting tanked up 10 o'clock in the morning yeah and obviously there's no no drinks I think they they banned it or something so they're getting they're going to Tesco's and literally buying a, a case but I remember doing that yeah. it feels like a lifetime ago now for me like it feels like like a different person yeah. but I remember Chelsea were playing Chelsea were playing away at Borough at what, what, why o'clock. does the two exist out of interest like I've did, gone to football matches and I'm not a heavy drinker but I, you know, I have yeah. a drink but I never think of I want to get a drink I just want to go and watch football why do the two exist why do people get no, there is a up? direct relationship yeah, why? between yeah. I think I think a lot of a lot of the time, football is attractive to people who enjoy pub culture. Mm. And therefore, the two go hand in hand because yeah. the people that are going to the game like yeah, to yeah. be in the pub. Yeah. Same with boxing fans, by the way. Yeah. It's the same. I think they're the same fan base. Yeah. yeah. But I, I remember going... So if Chelsea were playing away at Borough, for example, I remember going there, kick-off at three. We'd be getting a train out of out of Euston or King, wherever it was. We'd be getting a train out of King's Cross up to Darlington to go across to Middlesbrough. We'd be on the 606. <laughs> like, with, with, I'd have three... Three cases of, like, it got to the stage where in the end we got like the, you know, MS do those quite trendy cans. Yeah. We'd have them. But when I was a bit younger, it would be like just bottles of beer, getting on a train at six o'clock in the morning. Mm. Like, you know, now, I don't dream of doing that. So the correlation definitely exists between boozing, going to football, and taking drugs. There is definitely a link. Mm. But then the link, the link exists between going to a rave. Yeah. Drinking and taking yeah. drugs. The the link exists going to horse racing. Yeah. Taking drugs, yeah. drinking. Like so the, the, the it, link it's exists a society throughout. problem then. It's not just a football issue. Yes. It's yeah. definitely a societal issue, but it does seem to manifest itself. Maybe it isn't even. It's definitely highlighted more in football than it is in boxing. Like I've been to boxing events and I see people getting sort of pissed up and going crazy and fights in the stands. Everyone thinks there's bloody Rocky Balboa movies going on. <laughs> it's it's crazy. But I think maybe it gets highlighted more because football is the biggest sport in this country. Biggest sport yes. in the world. So it's highlighted more. Yeah, but also uh, um, you've got you've got a million people every weekend going to football. So you, you haven't got a million people every weekend going to rugby. You haven't got a million people every weekend going to horse boxing. racing and yeah. boxing. So uh, maybe it's just exacerbated by the numbers. Do, do you love sport like you used to as a kid? Yeah. More, more, really? Yeah, because yeah. do you know? Do you know what it? Do you know what it's become for me? It's become the release. It's become my sanity. Football has become my anchor, particularly playing. So on a Friday morning, no matter what, and my wife has been incredibly supportive of this. Yeah. You know, when when I was in the trenches, when my kid was born, mate, I was all over the place. Like we had a very difficult kid. She had colic. She was the most demanding baby to have ever been born. I didn't go to sleep for a year. And it was stressful. I didn't have a career. I didn't have any money. I was living in a one-bedroom flat, a mile in the sky. It was a disaster. My whole life was a disaster. No matter what, all of that, do you know what existed for me? Down to Stamford Bridge. Playing football. It was not so much going. I didn't go. The the Reddies, it was dear to go. I wasn't going then. I didn't have a job. But I would play on a Friday morning. And it was the anchor in my life. It was the sanity. It was just that one, one hour and a half period of a week where I didn't worry about what work I was going to do, where I didn't worry about where the money was coming from, where I didn't worry about my kid never sleeping. You know, it was just that one hour that and a half. Release. Yeah. And, and, it's, and that's remained. Like, playing football is definitely my release. It's the, Also, you know, both of us have got this. But, like, 
We've got a lot on our mind, a lot, haven't we? And this is applicable to everybody listening to this. Everybody listening to this, you know, the geezer driving along right now, who's got three kids, who, you know, everyone's got their stresses. You know when you're doing anything, you know when you're at your moment of work, so you're hosting a show on TalkSport and you're in the zone, you're probably still calculating everything that's going on. You're probably still thinking about that tax bill. Yeah. Still thinking about, is your mortgage paid? Still thinking about the flight that you need to book. Still thinking about everything. The one time that I don't do that, the one time that I just commit solely to what's going on in my life is when I play football. I don't, I'm not thinking about my tax bill. That's crazy, actually, yeah, because mine's definitely not playing. I don't play football anymore, but definitely watching. Yeah. Literally, when Liverpool are on, that's it. Everything gets shut off, yeah. yeah. It's focused and shut off. And it's weird, though. When I was a kid, though, I definitely got, I don't know, I used to love certain sports stars so much, it would affect me if they lost. Yeah, I'm not joking. Like if Steve Davis lost a uh, snooker, <laughs> <laughs> it's an amazing Davis hero. Lost to you. A snooker, that's an like, amazing that's hero. It. It's done. We need to orchestrate yeah, a, done, a moment where you meet him. Yeah, oh, now, yeah, it'd be weird doing it now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, but I think the heroes that you have from when you were in your youth mm. exist now. Like if I meet John Spencer now, Mate, Mike Gavin Tyson was a hero though, and I saw him. It's a funny story, Mike Tyson. So I'm angriest man in the world. There's no two ways about it. So I'm at the Canelo Bivol fight in Vegas. This is in May. Was he there, yeah? He was there. Yes. I'm, I was like, oh, Mike Tyson is there. So I'm trying to get to an angle. I'm, I'm lucky. I'm ringside. And I'm trying to do a video of Canelo walking to the ring. Everyone loves those videos, don't they? It's like, yeah, making, yeah, yeah. you know, if you didn't video it, you weren't there. So it's like that. Oh, my God, Mike Tyson. He gave me a look of death for videoing him. I put my phone down immediately. He was so scary. You didn't go over. What? You've made a massive no error. Couldn't go. No, he's on that side of the um, the barrier. So no, you have so, to go over. No, 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 bro. He gave me a look of death. Of though, don't you effing film me ever again? You're so complete. Like, you've no. made a massive error here. There are certain things. You don't, right? you don't go over to the headway Chapman Award. Yes, you do. You there are certain things. Certain things in life. Certain didn't moments got, in life. Didn't you see when he hit that guy at the airplane? Yeah, but that guy was being a clown, and he was you right. I thought I was being a clown for videoing him. I think. I think that in life, right, your heroes, you're very rarely going to come into <sighs> contact with them. You know, if Ruth Hullet. Is ever in? Have you never met Rude Hullet? Never. What? Never. I know, if I do, I, I met Mark Steen in Waitrose with Finchley Road. Not the same, is it? Mark Steen was a hero, though. Like, look, it's not the same as Rude Hullet. Yeah, yeah. But I still met Mark Steen, and I was a bit, oh my god, like genuinely, like, oh my god, yeah. that is Mark Steen. Pocket rocket. Yeah. yeah, but no, I think I think if you if you yeah, should have gone over to him, yeah, you think you have to. No. I think you have to in those situations. Is there anyone else from your youth that if you met Steve Davis? Steve Davis would be a big one. Yeah. Anyone else? My, what's my dad in it? Eric Bristow. <laughs> Mate, there's such funny Eric heroes Bristow. for you to have. Yeah, but I think Michael Johnson would have probably would probably be like, oh, that's Michael Johnson over there. Really? I just think not just the way in which he destroyed people in the 400 meters, just his personality, just the way he was a character. Um, Jordan probably as well. Yeah, Michael. There are certain there are certain people that if you have the opportunity to meet and who, have that, who selfie, would like if you saw them? Like, oh my god! Do you know who I'd be there. like that about? If I'm totally honest, and I don't even necessarily want to be like this, but he is just so iconic, David Beckham. Like, you know, if I met, no, no, it's good if no, I met it's David good Beckham, why? Why would you? Why is it? Why did you say you wouldn't want to be like that? Because I'm a man who has principle and I still I saw, hold... Mate, I, I saw the photo of you and Harry Kane. You have no principle. I'm a man who... <laughs> no, no but I, 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 I'm good at holding... My thing is I can hold a grudge, right? Yeah. I haven't forgiven Beckham from 98 yet. Really? <laughs> no, of course I have. But, but no, I would... Uh, no, he's an icon. He's an icon. He's an icon. If I met Bex, mm. if I met Bex, I would be starstruck. And there's yeah. not many people in, in the world that Tiger I would be Woods? Like, 
Less so, but yes. Really? Less so. Yeah, it's less, it's less it's appealing that, yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but yes, of course. There are certain icons of the game. Federer is part of that. One Djokovic is part of that. No, Nadal no chance. Is, no chance. They are the no, three Djokovic. of them. Walk past me. Yeah. No. You'd have to say hello to me first. He's an amazing tennis player. Yeah. Amazing. I mean, it's amazing. I just don't even look at him as an icon. No? Nah, not I, at all. I, I disagree Arena? there. Less, less so, so for me. Yeah. yeah. Tennis. Less so. But no, I think there are certain people that have to be in that iconic status. But a lot of it is from when I was young. Like, I don't think there's any player playing now with the exception of Messi, Ronaldo, right? I don't think I'd be starstruck. Either. I don't think I'd be starstruck. No. Except, uh, no, I'll be honest with you. No, they, hang on. They if, would if, have, if you met Lionel Messi, you would. You you absolutely would. Think think about the act. Like, we're, we're doing this, just <laughs> you and I sitting having a chat. The, the actual practice. Give me a Ronaldinho or Ronaldo. Or Ronaldinho, I would. Give me a Ronaldinho or an R9 Ronaldo over Messi. In terms of just like, oh my God, there's Ronaldo. If you could do, you know, that dinner. Okay, six. Yeah, it doesn't six. have to be dinner though. It can be anything you how want. Many, you could how do, many, what are we saying? No, how no, do six, do six. Do six. But it doesn't have to be dinner. It can be your dream. So it could be a pub, an old school pub, all having a Guinness. It could be anything you want. What do you, it could be a game of football. Right, okay. It could be anything you want. What's so the scenario? Side, Mykonos. <laughs> okay, love it. Right. Um, it would be the, On the six. Dead or alive? Dead or alive? Should we do Dead or Alive? Yeah, dead, should we dead do or Dead alive? or Alive? Okay. Dead or Alive? Ollie. Yeah. Without a doubt. Top of the table. He's number one. Um, Michael Johnson. Jordan. What's that? Is that three? Mm. You certainly you can't... Uh, John I've, Barnes. That's what I was about to say. John Barnes. I was amazed to not hear John Barnes It's my dad, Barnes isn't it? It's my dad, really. No, but my John dad, Barnes. Really. John Barnes. Great footballer. Yeah, yeah. Who else you got? Flojo. She might be in there. World, uh, world record of 100 metres. I just want to ask her, did you cheat? I just want to ask her, because you've got a world record that no one can beat. Did you cheat? Okay. And um, Ronaldo, R9, probably. I'm just thinking that off head. It might change. Right. Go on. Eric Bristow's and Steve Davis. If my dad was alive, he would be doing But Steve Davis is so funny. Because I, maybe, I'm, up, maybe I'm misjudging up. this, right? But I feel like Steve Davis is fairly obtainable. Yeah, like, I feel like I could literally I think we can knock, yeah, do that. Go to Goldstein. <laughs> yeah. and these. Surely we can get hold of Steve Davis to be on an episode of this. Did you, never, did you never watch Steve Davis? No, like, absolutely, absolutely. I get it. Golden Nugget. <laughs> it's, such, it's such an irrational love from you. I really I really do love it. And Eric Bristol was just so cool. Yeah. No, you know how cool he was throwing those darts? Yeah. Like he would have a drink, turn around. Yeah, boozy. Boozy, yeah. not a problem, bang. Yeah. Yeah. Effortless, effortless arrogance. Yeah, I do. I do well, Steve Davis was the complete opposite. He was like a proper gentleman. Yes, a proper game professional. Yeah, yeah. But and yeah, he and, and then where is, is Stephen Hendry in this view? No, I actually no. got upset with Stephen Hendry. Absolutely not. You know no. why? Because he started beating Steve Davis, and it just annoyed couldn't me. Couldn't have that. Yeah, so I couldn't. He was just so. <laughs> he was like Steve Davis, but younger. Yeah, and I just couldn't have. Overall, him. was he better? Was Hendry a better sneaker player? Has he got? He's won more world titles, I think. But then right. there's Ronnie, that's now better than all of them. Ronnie O'Sullivan for me. I can't believe he's still doing it. Incredible, Ronnie O'Sullivan. He would be one actually. He'd be in that list. Do you Ronnie think O'Sullivan, Ronnie O'Sullivan? You know when people do like best athlete of all time ever. Not athlete. That's the problem, isn't it? He's as much of an athlete as Lewis Hamilton. What? He's as much. Oh no, yeah, and if you, them cars, all the G force you have to go through. I don't think a snooker player is. I, I, I don't. I can't give you. I can't. But he's definitely as much of an athlete as a darts player. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. And Ronnie, to be fair, he runs marathons. He does loads of that stuff. So he's definitely an athlete. But I thought I still any sport where you're allowed or not now anymore. But were you when you were allowed to drink and smoke and play? Mm. I can't give you athlete status. Right. See, I, I, I always got status. I always got an issue with the, uh, you know, with the Formula One. Yeah, it's the car, isn't it? 
It's the car. It's the it? car. It's the car. Now. Look, Lewis is doing crap this season. It's you know the what I mean? car. It's the problem with the car. It's almost like jockeys, yeah. though, isn't it? Yeah. Like, I can't give Frankie the Tory any plot plaudits because he's always on the best oh, horse. He's the best horse. Always on the best horse. Yeah, you stick me on Stradivarius. Will we? <laughs> <laughs> I'd have been a good right, jockey. Go quickly, your six, very quickly before we wrap. Um, Jose Mourinho has to be there. Yeah, I didn't know we're going. That's, that's cheating. I didn't know we're going managers. Well, just no, anybody. Well, you should have said that's not fair. I would have. I would probably have said Mourinho. <laughs> Mourinho is so obviously on this. Like, like. Well, you didn't say. You, I thought you said people that actually. No, anybody. Again, Any, football anybody in football. Oh, go on, Mourinho. Mourinho is definitely on the list. Frank Lampard is definitely on the list. <sighs> also, do you know what it is? It's a game of poker. We're sitting around playing poker. You know, you said you're on a beach in Michigan. We're having a we're having a poker game. It's good, it's good. Mourinho is definitely a good poker. Federer then is a great because he had a poker face. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going. I think Rud Hullet's on it. Yeah, it'd be boring at poker. Rud Hullet's definitely on boring. it. This is so difficult. You know what the I problem about, you know about, about Rud Hullet is? Yeah, the kids won't remember how good he was. Yeah, well, they the need kids to won't learn. remember AC Milan, Holland, that eighty-eight Rudolph. team. Frightening. I saw it, it was Michael Van Basten's birthday and all them lot. You see the goal, like, you know, I follow a lot of those football accounts. I tag you in some of them. I've like, tagged yeah, the Matt Letizia. Matt Letizia one. Um, but that account I love. It was Marco Van Basten's birthday yesterday. Well, did they show the goal in the Euros? They sh- no, they showed like 10 goals. Mate, Mate, you all forget, bangers. You forget that. Everyone just thinks of him for that 88 goal. Yeah. No, no, no. Like, Mate, AC Milan, banger, banger, banger. I'm going to do this on the next. I'm actually going to give this. No, 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 no. You can't put I want to give this the due diligence that it deserves. Mourinho, Lampard, three more. You can't put me on the spot. No, I, I feel like I want to give this the real due diligence that it deserves and get this right. Mm. So it's a poker match. I want to get. I, I don't want to make any mistakes here. Don't want to leave anyone off that needs to be there. I think David Beckham's invited. Poker. He wants to come. Ronaldinho. Yeah, yeah. Like, did he play poker? Didn't he? Was that Neymar? Neymar, Neymar plays poker. poker. Neymar's, Neymar's good. You got a photo with him, didn't you? You just like taking photos with famous people. You're such a kid, aren't yeah, you? I love Neymar. You love it, look. Oh, you love Neymar all of a sudden. I love Neymar. Harry Kane, Neymar. If photo with anyone, you. <laughs> anyone comes in the yeah, You regret not doing it. You I met Mike so Tyson and you got scared. You Mate, missed, a, you missed an opportunity. Scared. I was so scared I deleted the video. Addy, I'm going to do, do this properly on Monday. And, and I'll right. tell you what, I'll let you think about yours again for the next yeah. episode. Let's really think about it. We do. This episode could have gone on hours, by the way. You can tell that we love sport, not just football. Uh, what other sports do you? What's your. What's your number two sport, very quickly? At a moment, NFL. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've gone mad on the Jets. Have you? Yeah, I've gone. I've, I've started. I've genuinely started watching. Do you know my number two sport? Athletics. Yeah. Sprints. Yeah. Three. What's my top three? Boxing, three. Athletics, two. Football, one. Yeah, or maybe bad. boxing, one. Football, two. Athletics. athletics, one. Really? Boxing, two. Football, three. But, but really, but you, really kind of, you've got three ones, haven't you? Yeah, I've got one A, got one three ones. Yeah, yeah. That's what it is. That's what it is. Uh, I've enjoyed this one. Uh, make sure you guys uh, leave a comment below. What are your favourite sports? What got you into sport as well? And if you can, dead or alive, what six sports styles would you have around for dinner, playing poker, or going to Mykonos and do what I do? You know, <laughs> that's the best choice in it, really. <laughs> poker or dinner, Mykonos, my friends. Uh, make sure you leave a comment. Make sure you subscribe. As always, maybe you can download this podcast wherever you get your podcast from. Toolstation are the proud sponsors of the Men's Room podcast on Talk Sport. Join the Toolstation club today online, in-store or via the app, and you will save some money getting a 5% discount shopping with Toolstation, as well as a chance to get your hands on some fantastic prizes, such as TVs, gaming consoles, and even holidays. If all that isn't enough, then remember... 
If you sign up, then you will get loads of exclusive discounts that aren't available anywhere else. That's the Tool Station Club. So make sure you join today, online, in-store, or via the app. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 